think Dave's with us right now, but no, we've got even Kevin Tynan with us joining us right now. We'll look at GM earnings and uh, uh, what we have learned from GM. He's from Bloomberg Intelligence, our senior auto analyst. And Kevin, what is the big takeaway from what we've learned from GM today? Yeah, the, the what we've learned today is that they've they finally got the marketing of the of the future, the science fiction, if you will, together with the core operations of uh, of building and selling vehicles globally. So, uh, fine, they're they're probably the first automaker. I think most automakers have the capability to be in the position GM is, um, and that would be you know the core operations, uh, a shift to trucks from cars, keeping margin margins. Firm, but also talking about the future and and being prepared or in a position for electrification and autonomous self-driving vehicles and ride-sharing, if that is the future reality that we're going to deal with in this industry, which is not a given yet. Wait, wait. So are you saying GM kind of firing on all cylinders, kind of got everything in place? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, they're probably the first one uh, to do it. If you look at the other large automakers, uh, you know, in, in that sort of size and scope and scale globally, Toyota really hasn't bought into the electrification thing. They're still sort of uh, pursuing the hydrogen angle. Uh, so, not, so sort of not the same thing. And then if you look at Volkswagen, they have their issues globally with diesel and trying to move in that electrification uh Direction, and then you look at companies like uh, Daimler, Mercedes-Benz, and BMW, all talking about electrification and the future, while really selling as many trucks as possible. You know, really the the business that pays the bills is not really getting any love or any valuation now. It's really that that future tech, and General Motors has sort of worked itself in the position where I think the markets recognize it has the capability on both sides of that ledger to to exist in the business today and be profitable, but also has the capital, the infrastructure, the expertise, the manufacturing capability to do uh, whatever the future decides it's going to be. And yet they're also choosing to get out of a bunch of markets here. We're seeing that impact on this quarter. Talk about that. Yeah, certainly uh, retrenching back. And, and, you know, you say, well, if if you talk about diversity in terms of having a lot of eggs in one basket, it would be North America. Now, obviously, pretty good presence in terms of volume in in China, um, you know, but the but the profit contribution from those ventures are not as great as what it would be in North America, obviously, um, you know. But but those were just chronically money losing regions for them. Europe, they were just never going to gain them the scale or the scope in in Europe that they have in in North America. And I think it was a smart move to to, to back off of that business and really focus the energy on North America, the core business, and to the future. Future, whatever that winds up being. Um, interesting. So what what do we have to be concerned about about GM's story going forward? Uh, I think what they're doing now is, and this was a big deal in this quarter, was getting inventory under control. Really, if and, and this is talking about the core business, not the, the electrification, the self-driving, because I think they're in position there. Um, but really unwinding these car positions. We've seen, uh, you know, Hamtramck be idled. Uh, really, those car factories are are struggling, really. And uh, I think the entire industry is really trying to unwind those car positions, get that inventory down as low as possible, and really focus on the truck side of the business, which for them now in in the U.S. is 75% of all sales. And I think it's going to continue to move upward. Wow, it's that big. What are, the, what are their big sellers in that in that arena? Well, it's going to be the, the full-size pickups, the, uh, you know, the Silverado Sierra. Silverado, yeah. 
Yeah, and then and then in there, and then even the the midsize pickups have done very well, and they, they've got a good presence um, in all those segments. You know, compact crossover is now the largest segment in the U.S. And then as and you that's just the Equinox, moved, right? Yeah, Equinox terrain, and then you know, which was interesting. They put uh, they've put out diesel editions of of Equinox and terrain. So again, I think that goes to their diversification of saying. And to Mary Barr's credit, this is something I think old GM would not have done: is to say we're not exactly sure what the future is, but we're going to be prepared for it no matter what. Want to get something done right? Just ask a woman. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> no, but it's a different approach, right? I mean, she really came at it maybe differently. Uh, that's interesting. I just feel like, you know, you come off the crisis when the automakers were in just such a bad state, and it's interesting to see here we are 10 years later, uh, and here is where we find General Motors. Um, so, Okay, so you told us what we need to be worried about. Uh, it sounds like they're, you know, doing really well on, on, on different fronts. Um, Mary Barr, does she stick around a lot longer? I certainly hope so, and I think uh, a lot of investors hope so. I think, you know, again, it, it's what I call they've gotten in position to be in position. And, and you know, I, I look at a product like uh, Chevrolet Bolt, and, you know, you draw comparisons to Model 3, and I know how you feel about that, Corey. Um, but, but what's really interesting, and I hate to call it a little bit of a science project, but I think what they did was they, they figured out that they could get the technology in a vehicle, manufacture it, design it, produce it, get it to market, and then and when, lose a ton of money on it, just right, like lose a ton of money. But but if it ever proves to be profitable, we've done it. It's on the shelf. We pull it off. And what I've said is, you want a good a good uh, target to look at. Look at when General Motors puts that drivetrain technology in a compact crossover. Then you'll know it's arrived, right? They, yeah. they put it they put it in something that they really don't want to sell, and it looks a little funny. And people go, well, it's not as nice as the Model Three. <laughs> and you go, of course it's not, because they don't accidentally want to sell any of them. All right, Kevin Tyne, we got run. Always good to get uh, your analysis. Kevin Dine, and he's their senior autos analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence from our BI headquarters in Princeton, New Jersey.